y'all. Welcome back to The Shift Podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Danae Jackson. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a Masculinities in the Mix Coordinator at African American Student Affairs. Today we are featuring on our podcast a amazing student leader named Fresh, and I will let him introduce himself. Uh, my name is Morgan James Henley. Most people commonly call me Fresh. I am a communication major, communication, not a communications major, there's a difference. And I would, once I get my DPA up a little bit higher, I'm going to be applying for my minor in uh, television and film production. I am a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. I'm a social media manager and head of events planning. I am a speak out intern for the Apasa Cultural Center where I get to work with a lot of amazing people from the Asian and Pacific Islander community. I'm also a intern for the African American Student Affairs Building. A lot of great things happen over there. And I'm also a freelance photographer and videographer on the side. So we have this overarching question that we would like you to start with, which is what is your relationship to masculinity? Masculinity is interesting to me because I didn't, my dad wasn't around a lot. So my pops did his best, but my man was brokered and flat broke. So I uh, didn't always get to see him that much. It all kind of depended on whether or not he had money or my mom had money to pay for his side of the, of the train ticket to get up to get up to Tacoma to see him. Well, my pops was a very traditional Southern Baptist man, you know, fasted Tuesdays and Thursdays and for 12 hours in honor of the Lord. Went to Sunday school, church, and Bible study, and deacon service, and the deacon's breakfast at Hometown Buffet. Like, my dad was all all over the church board and uh but i didn't get to spend a lot of time with him so most of my like male role models came from like television and stuff so like uncle phil was a really big influence on my life chris tucker from russia was a huge influence on my life so i don't know i've learned a lot from television and being a kid who grew up in the late late 90s i got to see a lot of these great shows that displayed a lot of different types of masculinity and um you know with martin you know, you had three strong black men, each one different than the other. You had a more studious black man, then you had a more comical, you know, living a creative, entertainer life black man, then you had a struggling black man who was always looking for the next hustle to figure out what else he was going to do to make money. And then you, in uh, Fresh Prince of Bella, you had a man who made it out of West Philadelphia who became a lawyer and then eventually a judge by the end of the show who was living in Bel Air with his, with his kids and brought in his nephew because he was gonna get taken by the streets that almost took him so and then even if you watch it you know yeah they had money but they was never like bougie bougie his kids tried to be bougie and he would knock them down a couple of pegs and be like that's not what we about that's that's not at all what we're about just because we have this money doesn't mean we need to flaunt this money so that was a great example as well and then I was actually watching an interesting uh, show where black people argue about what the best they're arguing about what the best television dad was and they talked about a lot about Bill Cosby and how like he did a lot of research to try and show positive stereotypes of black people but when the girl who was um I forgot where in St. Louis she's from she's somewhere from St. Louis she was like nah they wanted a white black family and I mean yes but more they were just depicting black people in a certain light they hadn't been depicted on television before but it was very interesting because it showed a different perspective of um, black people. It was never, when I was growing up, I loved to love watching The Cosby Show when it was on Netflix, early days of Netflix, you know, rest in peace. Uh, but I used to watch it all the time whenever I get home from school and I always be like, man, Mr. Huxtable's cool, but 
man, I don't want to be him when I grow up. Like, he just seems so boring. And I don't, and it's maybe because of where I grew up, completely different. You know, maybe if I had more of a Grant Hill type of raising by, you know, Olympian father and mother was roommates with uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, in college, I'd probably maybe have a different perspective of it. If Grant Hill was like the real life Huxtables, the Hill family was. And then I saw like The Proud Family, which is a great cartoon where it shows a really good dynamic of like, you know, grandma staying at home. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, my, gra- my, my cousin's grandma stays at their crib too. Like, this seems more like a real thing. The dad is mad strict, but also like he's just trying to provide the best, best for his family. And the mom's a hardworking like mom because, I mean, she raising four kids and like she's wasn't she like a real estate agent too so like she was a real estate agent and was trying to raise four kids like that's really really hard to do and just like seeing this really dope strong family and it was all about like while you're all part of this family you're still an individual and like being the best you you can be while also remembering that you are a part of this family at the same time which is like something that my family really believes in so in the beginning you talked about how your dad was really involved in the church Do you see how him being involved in the church influenced his masculinity? Sometimes I wonder why my dad was so religious. My my dad was like ultra religious. I'm like, damn. My dad was like really like in the army of God doing a bunch of extra stuff that other people weren't doing. I didn't quite understand it. My dad worked really, really hard. I never really quite understood why he was working so hard. But, you know, faith is important to a lot of people. And having faith in something can always keep you driving and moving to the next thing. And yeah, I'm not as nearly as religious as my father. You know, I'm very spiritual. You know, I'm agnostic, so I do believe there's a higher power. I don't really know what it is, but there's something out there. I think that's pushing pieces on the board or something, or at least watching. A lot of the people at my church is masculinity is portrayed really as like being the like the traditional man of the house and like running your family and being like, hey, honcho, where the britches? I wear the pants in this family, son. What do you think you're doing? You don't, you don't pay rent in this goddamn house. I pay rent in this house. Don't touch my thermostat. That type of stuff was definitely like, like the masculine image that was portrayed a lot at my church. But, you know, Southern Baptist, very old school type of people, a lot of people who migrated from the South. So you mentioned Bill Cosby earlier, and I'm wondering if you have some kind of philosophy about when you decide to cancel someone. Like I've canceled Bill Cosby, and I'm never, I'll probably never watch another episode of the Cosby Show again. But I'm not gonna cancel the things that he did that were positive. Like I don't know, like he sent hundreds of kids to college with his scholarships, and the po like. Dave Chappelle talked about the podium from one of MLK's speeches was paid for by Bill Cosby. Like, he did a lot of good things for a lot of people and gave a lot of people great opportunities. So I will I will acknowledge that, yes, Bill Cosby's not a good person. He did a lot of terrible things. But he did a lot of good things as well. And just because he did a lot of bad things does not mean we should ignore all the good things that he's done and take a page out of that side of his book and be like, okay, we can provide for people, that we can give back to our community and do the best we can without being a terrible monster like he is. I mean, I don't have any R. Kelly on my phone anymore. That made me feel I was watching Drumline last night, and they play I Believe I Can Fly, and I was like, ooh, I don't know how to feel about this song anymore. Like, that's one of my favorite songs of all time, but, like, I have no R. Kelly on my phone anymore because that man is an absolute monster. That guy is a legitimate monster. And 
the fact that we let him cook, we just let him cook for the longest time, it's really disappointing to me personally. It's really disappointing to me personally. And like, I just can't believe that we just let that happen. But like, it's just the way our culture is, it's really hard to kind of know what's real and what's not. And it's unfortunate that we're in a situation like that where we can't trust everyone who says they're a victim. And it's unfortunate because because of this culture, a lot of victims get forgotten or ignored. And it's terrible. It's really, really terrible. So finally, our last question is if you have any advice that you would give to first year incoming students. If you're not from the West Coast, a lot of the people out here are not as nice as you're going to expect them to be. So don't immediately jump the gun if some random person on the street looks at you funny for looking at them. It's mostly the SoCal kids, so you'll get to know them. If you're coming from, you know, a more urban environment, be open-minded. Don't hate it because it's not where you, what you're used to and not where you familiarize yourself with because just because it's different than your old hood doesn't mean it can't provide similar opportunities or even better opportunities. So don't be afraid to really come out of your shell and embrace being here. Because just because you embrace being here doesn't mean you left your old set behind. You can still put on for your set while still embracing being at the University of Arizona. Don't be so trigger happy. You know, sometimes people will say some things that you don't agree with. Doesn't mean you should fly off the handle just because they talk to you like that. Doesn't mean they, they don't know where you come from, so they're not trying to mean disrespect. So most of the time, they're not trying to mean disrespect. Just because, like, if someone talked to you like that in your old hood, they would get stomped out. Doesn't mean they should get stomped out here. You gotta remember different people from different places. Not all the same rules. That's definitely something I have a problem with. Yeah, there's a lot of white people here, a lot of them. But if you really put the time in and work, work for to find for you find your culture, you'll find it. On, you'll find it on this campus. You'll find similar brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter what culture you're from. You'll find people who you know, grew up on the same stuff you grew up on and believe a lot of the same things you believe in. But you just gotta put the time in instead of just kinda keeping to yourself or just like moving along with the rest of the herd of sheep. Being an individual and finding things that help you connect to who you are as a person, very important. And if you really look for it, you'll find it here on the University of Arizona. Oh yeah, and look out for the D9 as well or any of our other minority-based fraternities and sororities because they, I think I wish there would be more people on PWI campuses that did that because a lot of them don't look for it or know about it, so they miss out on it, and then they eventually regret it later on. So by finding those other cultural um, places, you'll find organizations of people who believe in the same principles as you, and you may be able to form a brotherhood or a sisterhood with people for the rest of your life, and it's an opportunity you might miss out on if you don't really embrace your own culture and look for other people of that culture on this campus. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at ShiftingUA, where we will be posting updates and other great content. You can also send us questions at uofamoc at gmail.com. Going forward, we will be releasing a new episode every Tuesday. See you all next week.